This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are. Nerd up. How the hell are you? It's a little bit late, but it's Monday, and we are here together on this fine, beautiful, cold motherfucking day. My aches are falling apart. Everything hurts, and it sucks. But we're here, and we're going to make it to Friday. We might not be in one piece. How the hell are you doing? 
How the hell did we go from 70 degree weather to fucking absolutely freezing? What the hell is it today? It's 50 right now. And I know people are probably like, oh, boo-hoo, it's 20. Listen, it was supposed to get up to the 60s. I was excited. Mm. And it did not. It didn't even come close. So, whatever. Man, it's brutal. It's supposed to be in the 60s. It's going to be in the 50s all week long. This is not cool, man. And I used to think it was weird when like older people would say when I was a kid, like, oh, man, my... It's cold out. My bones are achy and everything. But man, I understand it now. Dude, you're forty. But now I'm a little bit older than that. Well, yeah, okay, a little, little, little bit. Little yeah, bit. not much. Plus one. Well, it's not plus seven like you, but I mean, <laughs> I know you're not that old. You're close, but listen. Um, yeah, it's just really bad. Like I, I've been waking up every, every morning now, and like my my knees. They feel like they, they need fluid drainers. So I don't know what the fuck. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's like they feel weird. Like, every every step I take, it's like a little bit achy. And it's sore as shit. My fucking fingers felt like I had arthritis. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like looking at myself like, what are you doing to me, man? Like, what the fuck? Everything just sucks right now. My left side of my body was tingly and numb for days and it's intermittent. I'm looking up online and everything's telling me I'm having strokes or heart attacks. I got no fucking clue. Diabetes is a fucking multiples. I'm seriously. I've been looking online. I've been freaking out. Well, that's your problem. Stop looking. Just go to the damn doctor is what I've been told. But I mean, seriously, I don't want to go to the doctor and be told something bad's going to happen because there's two options here for me. Either I get told something really bad is going to happen. I'm going to ask the doctor, well, how long is it going to take to kill me? And they'll give me a time and then I'll be like, yes. And then I'll just come home and deal with it until it happens. Oh, God, man. Because I'm not going to get something treated, you know? It's just, it's fucking weird. It's just a weird situation. I don't know, man. But that's how my week's been. How about yours? How's <laughs> your, your weekend, everything? What's what's going on with you? Well, I'm fine. Um, we did break the leaves on Saturday because it was beautiful out. Another culprit. <laughs> that could have been it, too. <laughs> we raked the leaves. It looked beautiful. Now there's leaves on it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking December, man. <laughs> it's also South Carolina. We, we, we get it differently. We shouldn't be anymore. Yeah. It's so, so annoying. But uh, what else? Didn't really do much. I did watch two movies. Two new movies that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Jeannie on Peacock. And that was with Melissa McCarthy. You love her. I, I think she's funny. You, you've watched quite a few things with her. And she's not yeah. bad. Um, and that was cute. That was good. It was like it was like a Christmas typey movie, so that that was cute. And then I watched Family Switch on Netflix with Ed Helms and uh, Jennifer Garner, and that was that was decent. That was that was pretty funny. But the thing is, you can you can I can only watch so many movies of the same fucking shit. What did she do on that one? No, like they switch bodies. Oh, and body I've seen switching that. shit, yeah. I've seen that with Jason Bateman and uh, Jason, Ryan Reynolds, right? Jason that was the Bateman. movie. And then uh, Freaky Friday. Like, I've seen that so many times. Well, did they do the gag where the person who was in Jennifer Garner's body, oh my God, I have boobs, and they're looking, and the person's like, don't you look at my boobs. Did they do that whole thing, that whole no. skit? Because that's the joke. You see, whenever a guy switches bodies with a girl, he runs to the bathroom and no, looks at the boobs. No, she switched bodies with her daughter, and he switched bodies with his son. Oh, okay. All right, so, then. All right, then. In that case, it's not. It's family switch. Everyone different. in the family switched. Oh, okay. I thought they switched. Um, but it, I, it, w- it was still good. It's just I, I've 
seen it multiple times. So. I love me some Jennifer Garner. She's a great actress. Yeah, that was on Netflix. It passed the time. That, that's it. That's the only two new things that I watched. I'm still debating on what show I'm going to get into next. So until I decide, I've just been throwing random ass shit on there. They should do Big Brother the TV show. Where it's it's a scripted reality show. That would be terrible. But it's like a real life. Like you see this person's at home and you're like, man, the big brother's coming to my neighborhood. And they fucking, they go on audition for it. And all their friends are telling them, no, you're a fucking idiot. You're never going to make it. And then they make it on their show. And then, it, you know, it sounds fucking stupid, but it's something, something you would watch, I'm sure. Uh, big Brother Ranger game starts tonight. Yeah, so I will be watching that. <laughs> Just shaking my fucking head here. I was saying that as a joke, and they're really having another fucking show come out. Uh, it's because of the writer's strike. They they can't put, like, Grey's Anatomy or anything on yet. Like, Thank God. I hope the strike lasts forever. They couldn't write anything, so they gotta throw this other shit on there, and they, they're they doing this. So, they did bring back a couple, a couple decent people, and then some people I'm sick of fucking seeing, so we'll see. So it, Frankie fucking Grande, I, I can't, I can't with that dude. Mm. Like, I liked him on the season that he was in, and then he got, like, just too annoying, yeah. like, towards the end. He he was cool for a long time, and then he he did something that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um, jo- Josh Martinez, who's been on the challenge, like, I'm, I'm over some of these people, like, just fuck off. Yeah. But and then there's others that I actually like, so I'll watch it for... It's only on for two weeks. That's it. That's it. How that's it. how do they get it done in two weeks? It's only six episodes. It's like just stupid. Like I don't even know. They haven't even described what the hell they're going to be doing. It's probably just. I want to see like, a reality show where they fight to the death. Just like that you would know, be like twelve people. They're a bunch of useless dregs of society. Like maybe they fight for their freedom <laughs> or something. Be, that would be nice. Bunch of people on death row. You just put them in a room and be like, yeah, you just don't get death row, but you still stay in prison for life. Let's see who comes out on top here. Yeah. And then you see really cool shit. Like, there's no weapons in, in this household, but there's things to make weapons. Let's see who the most creative felon is with the shanks. <laughs> but you put them all in the room together. You don't give them any alcohol, but they have to barter for, like, fruit cups and shit. Cup of soups. Yeah, man. Hey, if you want an extra peanut butter sandwich, you better be good and confessional tonight. Or, like, you have to, like, earn, like, extra yard time. You have to, like, play the game, like, the physical thing that they do. You know how they have, like, on Survivor, you have to find the golden token. This one, you get a conjugal visit with your spouse and come in, come to the house and bang you if you win. This has really good potential. Well, write it down and go pitch it somewhere. Someone's already stole <laughs> the idea, and I'm sure it's being filmed right now, so there you go. What else have you been doing? No, that's that's literally it. Like, I I don't know when I'm in the mood to start watching. That's the fucking problem. When, you end, when I end a show... Mm-hmm. I'm so into that show, and then it's over, and that, then I just go into a funk until I decide where the fuck I want to go next. Because I, I really don't, I don't know. I used to be like that, but now I'm flying from one uh, show to the next. You're watching, like, you're watching like four things at, at once. I don't know how you do that. Got a lot of time on my hands, man. Fucking, you know, got nothing else to do here. But uh, Superman and Lois, I'm gonna get into that one first. Uh, that one, because it's it's my least favorite of the things I'm watching. Superman yeah. and Lois. The first season started off really good. And then it got really bad because it just dragged on too long. And superhero shows don't work like this. You can't have one storyline the entire fucking season. You can't. It's just it's just boring. You won't, you don't want to see Superman fight against this fucking one thing for fifteen episodes. You got to have more shit. And they started it off right. They did the Superman stuff, and then it just became this one storyline. It's just. And my biggest pet peeve is when you introduce things like, all right, so Superman, Superman, he's got all these powers. Then another person can do it. Another, then everybody and their fucking mother can be just as strong as Superman by by fucking inhaling some stuff. 
they call it space drugs. And to me, that just depowers Superman. Like, it's like you're Superman. And in the comic books, there's only one Superman. There's, yeah, you, know, you got your Bizarro clone, you got stupid, like, side storylines, and you got other people from Krypton, like Zod, Ursa, Nani, yeah, Doomsday come over. But that's it. In this show, the entire fucking town has it. Kids are using it. They do better in sports at school. It's like, what the fuck is this show? What What is going on here? So that really pissed me off. Yeah. Imagine if they made a Ghostbusters TV series. And then the Ghostbusters are like in season one. It's like, oh, this is the Ghostbusters movie I loved. And then halfway through the first season, they're like, okay, now there's a franchise opening up downtown by some rival Ghostbusters. They've got the same equipment. And then another one pops up and everyone can just do it. It takes away the special aspect of the main person that you're watching it for. And I fucking hate it. Superman has a rich history of bad guys that they haven't even touched the surface of yet. They finally brought Bizarro in season two. I'm not even sure if it's fucking Bizarro because it's like they're just explaining shit so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like it better than season one, but that's really not much to write home about because the second half of season one was fucking boring. It just got boring, the same shit. This one's really good so far. I'm really enjoying season two, mm-hmm. but it's going to end up more of the same. It's going to be the same fucking stuff. They should have two seasons in one. First half of the season be one bad guy, second half be the bigger bad guy. Because the seasons are long. They're just fucking, they're too either short in these seasons yeah. or do more in them. It's it's a boring show about Superman and his bratty fucking kids that cry all the time and <laughs> bitch and complain. It's Their bitching is so bad it's spilled over in the real life apparently. The son, the older son left season two because of personal issues. Are they just, do they just hire bitches or is everyone a bitch nowadays? I don't even fucking understand it. It's just nice to hear that you're complaining about the same shit as me. That and Lois Lane is butt fucking ugly. Man. Oh my that god, woman, leave her I, alone. She is a great Lois Lane, my second favorite Lois Lane to ever play that role. But man, she is hard to look at. Her eyes are too far apart. Her fucking forehead is the size of the fucking moon. This bitch, she is just she's awful. She's off. And then you bring her sister Lucy on, who's like the hot. She should have played Lois. What the fuck with this bitch? The father's still a piece of shit. It's, they they took a bunch of characters that were pretty likable in comic book form and just made them all idiots and assholes. Superman puts he puts his head down and says yes sir, no sir to the fucking to some general of an army he doesn't even work for. He's just their bitch, their gopher. People dress him down all the time. You're Superman, dude. You're getting dressed down by everybody. Just repeatedly putting him down. Telling him what to do. No, Superman, you can't do that. As if you're the person who could lift a fucking truck and throw it across the fucking street. Superman should be telling him. He should be checking motherfuckers all day long. But there would be no storyline. No, it'd be better. Be like, that's the Superman I want to see. Be like, no, motherfucker, you step aside and you shut the fuck. Seriously, that's what he should be doing. I, I just make it more like Hancock. Do Hancock the TV show. That would be oh, more that enjoyable. That was a good movie. Just imagine a Hancock TV show. That'd be great. I just yeah. Maybe Superman doesn't work on TV form because he's he's too fucking good. That's why he's not as popular as Batman and Batman shows seem to work. Yeah. I don't know. He's Superman. Superman doesn't work a lot of times. He only works in the comic books and, and in like movies. But if you look at Superman TV shows, you had Lois and Clark did pretty well. But I think that's the only one. That's the only one I remember. All of Superman video games suck. He's just too strong. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is just your way of trying to dumb him down. Like I don't know if it's a character problem or what, but it just never seems to connect. It, it's not a terrible show. I can watch it because of superheroes, but man, they just do some dumb shit. They really do some well, dumb shit. Well, enjoy season two. <laughs> is it that bad? Does it get worse? Oh, I hated season three. Yeah. See, I, I like season two. If season, oh yeah, I, I, you told me why you hate season yeah. three. You spoiled that one, but it's fine. Well, I spoiled it because you were never going to watch the show. Yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden you started watching everything I watched, so... Uh, 
I accidentally spoil things when you. <laughs> let's get to the let's let's get to the good here. So I'm okay. watching a uh, what the fuck is the name of the show? I'm talking about the good one. I can't remember that. Shit's Creek. Yes. So I finally understand what the hell nits are because I've been staring at this <laughs> sign. I'm like, what the? I'm, it says I'm reorganizing my nits, and I've always looked at. It, I'm like, what the hell is a nit? Mm-hmm. And I finally <laughs> understood. It's the stupid gay sweaters that this gay dude's wearing. His, his sweaters, his nits, his knitted sweaters. He has to reorganize them. So I'm like, that's even dumber. The, that's my sister's favorite quote. Um, she she painted, "I'm reorganizing my nits." <laughs> dude, he said it. My ears went up today. I'm like, this is where the fuck this came from. And sure enough. Let me tell you, man, I, I, I hate the flamboyant shit, but he is the funniest character on that show. He's the best. Him trying to they're trying to teach him how to ride a bike had me in tears this morning. See, the one that the scene that had me in tears was when they were cooking the dinner and Moira told him to fold in the cheese. Yeah, how do you fold the cheese? He got the YouTube video, that was a good one too. I was cracking up. And that's the same video with the bike. I had tears coming down my face. You know that man. was the same video with our episode with the bike. It was either the same episode or the next one. It bled into the next one or it was the same one. It was either yeah. that one or the next one. Yeah. Oh my god. I was dying. Her trying to sing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's a very funny show. I don't even know what the purpose of it is. I know the storyline, but it's just it's a really funny show, and of course, you've got my favorite character, Stevie. I don't even I don't even know what to say. Her and her white lips. <laughs> She's got white lips. I've never seen a human being with like pale lips before. But she rocks it, man. She's a fucking hell of a character. That's all I'm going to say about Stevie. She's she's special. She's my favorite person. That's all I got to <laughs> say about Stevie. I love her. She was pretty good in the other movie too that I watched, even though she had the short hair. Not 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 as adorable, but still pretty good. But that's about it for me, man. I have some other things like The Wire. I stopped at season, or episode five because I've, I've got too much going on. Yeah. Too many shows. I'm like, let me pause The Wire. I was supposed to just try that one. I ended up watching five episodes because I enjoyed it. So I'm going to be watching that probably. Hopefully I can get rid of Superman. I, I just kind of want it over with at this point because I am not looking forward to season three because it's going to be nothing but dumb shit. Yeah. And that's the last one, right, for now? That's it. And then... Whenever season four comes back, that it'll be done. Yeah. And it'll probably be a shorter season because they know they're wrapping it up. So. Mm, gotcha. Now, I, I wish there was something else I had here that I watched that was fucking decent, but I think that's it. I'm just kind of looking through now. Yeah, that's it. That's all I watch, man. So, that's it. I got some other things I'll be watching soon, too, but I just haven't decided yet. There's a lot of stuff. Like, I'm going to be watching that Lady Ballers movie where it's like the men, the Daily Wire made it. Where it's like men are going as, as as women and playing the women's sports and kicking their asses. It's basically a spoof movie like that. Yeah. Or they're making fun of it. That's on a free website. I'll be checking that one out. Probably tonight. That'll probably be my plan after the show tonight. Watching that. Because I just want to see it. It looks pretty funny. Before I see any spoilers online of how it ends, you know. I'm sure it'll end with some fucking weird funny shit. But I don't know. Other than that, work's been pretty fucking awful. Coming back after four days is freaking brutal, man. That's right. Yeah, you have four days off. Dude, it was the hardest day to get through because all I thought about was how I didn't think about this job over four days and how enjoyable it was Yeah, not having to go to it. I've had jobs before where I've had vacations and I come back and it's just like, okay, back to this again, whatever. This one, I was just like, oh, fuck. You took more days off soon though, right? This month or no? Yeah, or Christmas. Chris- okay. The day after Christmas. I got another four-day weekend coming up. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> You know what it is? I've come to the conclusion that some people are built to take orders, some people are meant to give orders, and some people are meant to just be left the fuck alone. I fall into that final category. Just leave me the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. I would be perfectly happy in a town all by myself. 
Yeah, I don't think he could have ever like joined the army or anything. No. It wouldn't have ended well. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. You start yelling at me, I'm going to yell right back. You're going to make me and the whole team run laps. They're going to want me dead. And they're going to kick me out. On, you know, but I'm, I'm just... Yeah. But... I, I couldn't have done the army. And I wanted to do it when I was younger. There's there's no way I, there's no way I would have lasted. There's no way I could do any of those jobs where someone's screaming in your face. Someone tries to get... Customers are always right. Never. Yeah. I've always been this way. I'm 41 years old since I've been 16. Hold my first job. I've always been... I've lost jobs as a kid. I don't take shit from anybody. It's just, it's been so hard. And this job is so monotonous, very easy, but so monotonous. It's just, it, it wears on me. I don't like monotony. I don't like being asked. It's just fucking amen. Some people can do it and some can't. So I have to find something completely different. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. I just can't do it anymore. But other than that, that's all I got here. What else you been up to? Anything else you want to get no, on into the show? I guess we can just get we we live boring lives, man. No, it's not that we live boring lives. We live drama free lives. There are some people out there. Yeah, that's true. And I know you've had friends like that over the past few years, whatever. I've had coworkers like that over the past few years where it's always something. Yeah. The girl's car pulls up, the one I used to tell you about all the time when I was doing the union steward stuff. Like this every fucking every five seconds this bitch is talking about she's got some drama going. Like, how the fuck can you live your life like that? We just live very drama free lives, which is good. So let's all hop on into it here. And uh before we do, do you have any good topics today? Or are they all bad? Um I d well, yeah, I I guess one can be a good topic. Yeah. I don't Not know, too man. bad. My shit's kind of all over the place here. I do have some celebrity news, kind of get back to our roots here when I used to talk about celebrities all the time and the bullshit that was going on in the media. Because uh-huh. I'm sick and tired of the fucking world news, man. I'll do it every once in a while, but sometimes I need some levity. And it's been a rough day going back to this bullshit job, so I want to get some levity here. You ever hear of the actor Jonathan Majors? I've heard the name. I have no idea who that is, though. Dude, I don't know who the fuck he is either. I think he was in one of your movies, Creed. I think he was the black dude boxer that fought against him. Oh, I have okay. a picture of him with this guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know him? Okay. Yeah, I recognize him. So he's been going through some drama, and I tried to not talk about this one until the facts came out because people were jumping all over the place. This girl's lying. This girl's lying because they liked the movies he was in. I guess he played Kang the Conqueror in one of the Marvel movies that I refuse to watch because Marvel fucking sucks. <laughs> so here's the final shit came out. So the original story was his, his girlfriend, he was beating on her, and then he was like, oh, she's lying. She just wants my money. And he was dating this actress called Megan Good is her name. And... They were PDA pictures, and supposedly he broke up a fight uh, between two high school girls that happened to be caught on camera because they were trying to make it seem like he was this nice guy and whatnot. Finally, everything came out. Turns out Mr. Majors is, is a major asshole. So he begged his former girlfriend not to seek medical attention after an incident that left her with a head injury last year, warning she had no perspective of what could happen if the truth ever got out about him. They will ask you questions, and I don't think you actually protect us. It could lead to an investigation even if you do lie. They suspect something. These are verbatim text messages, so if it makes no sense, blame Mr. Majors and his lack of education. Because I'm just reading it as the text was presented. He said that to Grace Jabari's uh, girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, on September 22nd. Jabari replied that she would tell doctors she bumped her head, assuring Majors, why would I tell them what really happened when it's clear that I want to still be with you? The messages were read on the fifth day of the Manhattan trial against Majors, a rising Hollywood star who's fighting the savage's uh, reputation after his arrest for allegedly assaulting Jabari in a separate incident months later in New York City. Additional information about how she sustained the injuries during the September altercation, which took place in London, 
were not discussed in court. The six-person jury was instructed to consider the messages as background as they assessed the assault and harassment charges stemming from his attack on Jabari in the backseat of a car on March 25th. So they're saying, uh, this is Mr. Major's attorneys, are saying that Jabari was the instigator of the struggle. They're trying to say she tried to, like, attack him during the car ride, so he just went nuts and just, you know, completely destroyed this bitch. Yeah, but who gives a fuck if she's attacking him? Yeah, um, they're basically saying, don't go to the doctor, uh, I don't feel safe with you going there, this is other messages, he kept, like, hitting her up with uh, with more of these things, basically telling her, don't report what happened. Because right. <clears throat> he, he was afraid of his career, I think, and not her well-being, obviously, it's all about the career. He, he is. He was a rising star, he did, he did Creed, he did that Marvel movie, and you think right there, it's like, this guy's gonna do a lot of shit. Yeah, have it made. Yeah. Plus, he's friends with Michael Michael B. Jordan, not the real Michael Jordan, the guy who won six fucking championships with the Chicago Bulls and could have won eight if he didn't retire. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Fucking love that, Michael Jordan. At the time, Major Jabari were driving together in London as the actor filmed the second season of Loki. Prior to his arrest, he was set to serve as key supervillain in the, in the Marvel multiverse, reprising his role as King the Conqueror in two new Marvel films. So he pretty much lost his career here, and uh, they're they're coming after him hard, man. These text messages do not look good. Yeah. I mean, you're basically saying don't go because of what happened, and threatening, kind of hinting at more could happen if you report this. You, you're not sure of the levity of the situation or what could happen possibly. What, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, they have proof now, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing really you can do about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I haven't read up in any of that at all. Yeah. At, at all. I Me mean, neither, really. I saw it in the news and I, and I looked it over and I'm like, people are quick to take sides before yeah. like everything comes out, which is so annoying. So like, I, I I don't know, but if I mean they had the proof right there, he was saying shit. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I had it set as a topic like weeks ago, and then like yeah, yeah you know what? And, and and I like looked it over. I'm like, yeah, we don't know. So and I like, just your, deleted your it. text messages. Never go away. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You can delete them. They're they, they're never fucking gone. Mm-hmm. So these people think they're going to get away with shit. Like it's yeah. just so stupid. Yeah. Even Apple. Yeah. Even Apple. Yep. Yeah. So this is my favorite story of the week here. This man he rigged his property, and I think I know what happened to Kevin McAllister as a kid. People were wondering what the hell happened to Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. He grew up and he said Indiana Jones style booby traps after losing his home in a lawsuit. I saw that. How cool. <laughs> that's awesome how like, fucking cool man this is the same kind of guy that would go pay his uh, court ticket in pennies with oil all over it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so he lost his Oregon home as part of a lawsuit then rigged the property with an Indiana Jones style booby trap a round hot tub ready to roll out of bitterness according to federal prosecutors Gregory Lee Rodvelt 72 planted other booby traps inside and around the home including animal traps and a homemade shotgun device that fired and struck an FBI bomb technician. <laughs> that's Dude, not funny, but it kind of is. <laughs> that's that shit that you saw in, um, I think it was Saw, the Saw movie, where the guy, he had the gun rigged around the trigger, so if you open the door, you get shot. Yeah. How the fuck did this guy pull that off? a smart dude, man. Can you imagine what he could be doing if he wasn't being dumb? Wow, dude. Can you imagine? Fucking I. The discharge shotgun shell left the agent's leg profusely bleeding and sent him to a hospital, where an x-ray revealed a pellet stuck below his knee in September 2018. Damn. Rodvelt rigged his former property with the deadly devices after learning his old home was going to be sold. He was fueled by anger and bitterness. Are they talking about me or are they talking about this fucking guy? With intent to seriously injure someone, he took it upon his hands to set the house as a dangerous weapon. 
Unfortunately, the trap worked. Rodbell was sentenced to 12 years and 6 months in prison on December 6th in the case. In June, he was convicted of assaulting a federal officer and using and discharging a firearm during and in relation to a crime of violence. So this guy... I mean, he could, nuts, if he man. could have just been smart and applied himself somewhere else, man. Because mm-hmm. obviously he, he's smart enough to rig all this shit. Ooh, yeah. It gets even better. Oh, God. The next day after they were, uh, you know, they got the warrant for the arrest, they showed up at his house. They drove over homemade spike strips placed in his driveway and spotted a sign warning of improvised munitions in the window. So he said, hey, if you come in this house, man, there is some shit I got. He he basically has a warning that there's a fucking booby-trapped house. (laughs) These guys wanted to fuck around and find out, man. They said that the hot tub fell down the stairs, one that was just like the scene from Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was on its side near a gate. He said FBI technicians realized it would roll toward whoever opened that gate. It was set up like a stone rolling down the hill in the Indiana Jones movie. There was, an, there was an unloaded modified rat trap found in the garage that could accept a shotgun shell and be triggered when the garage door was opened. How the fuck? They modified a rat trap to shoot a fucking shotgun bullet. This guy is fucking insane. Dude, they should do what they did in Ozark with Jason Bateman and offer him a job. Be like, hey, man, you want to work with us? Well, like creating weapons he could, and like, shit? He could have like really like, just gone to Hollywood and helped them make movies. Not even movies. I'm like, dude, can you just fucking do anything? Like, I would... Gladly hook this guy up with some money. Like, here, man, I got some paper clips. I got some fucking, some bullshit and, and, and some whiteout pencil. They fucking make a weapon. Make him do it. Yeah, my guy. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Pretty damn cool. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you got? Um, all right, well, a Newfoundland cat who took issue with an attempt to rescue him from atop a utility pole took a flying leap from the top of the pole. And the incident was caught on camera. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> this cat no, I didn't see it. Is sitting all the way on top of a utility pole. Like, they're fucking high, man. And it jumped off because it didn't want to be rescued. Uh, I mean, what do I say all the time? What do I... At least this cat was up front. It wasn't up there crying. It was like, now fuck this. He jumped away. Leave me alone. <laughs> Alice Reed said her cat, Coco, was likely chased up the pole by a neighborhood dog. And he spent two hours crying for help from atop the pole before a rescue effort was launched by utility workers. Reed filmed the video of the attempted rescue and captured the moment Coco evaded uh, the grasp of workers by taking a flying leap from the top of the pole. Reed Reed said Coco took off running after landing on the ground and later showed up at home miraculously uninjured. Uh, He came came up the step and went on in. Then he lied down on the floor and started washing himself like nothing ever happened, she said. Mm. The daredevil cat is now on house arrest for the time being. He's crying to get outdoors, and I'm trying to keep him in. He's going to have to get used to being in the house more, she said. So this cat, like, man, that's some balls right there. Mm-hmm. Like, he was all the way up there, scared to death, and then sees a human coming, and he's like, fuck you, I'd rather jump to my death. They're... Landed on its feet and took off. They're so weird, the cats. They really are. I'm surprised it didn't break its leg. Yeah. Because those are high. Like, they always land on their feet, but you would, that's a high place to jump from, that it didn't get hurt. It's just I think it's crazy. the way their weight is distributed, right? The way they always land on their feet or some shit. Yeah. They can, like, redistribute their weight or whatever. I don't know, man. There's something fucking dumb about cats, though. And I get it. There's a lot of cat lovers out there. 
there was I watched that cat documentary on, on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it, but they I remember them explaining it. I just don't remember what it was. No, like they, I don't even care if they land their feet. It's just like why the fuck do they do dumb shit? <laughs> Seriously, they do the dumbest shit and they just don't make any sense. I, I, I get, you know, they like small spaces, they like to go in boxes, they like to play with things that make noise and stuff like that. But like why do they do dumb shit? It's like they'll climb up a tree and they'll cry to get down and go right back up. What are they doing? What is the fucking purpose of these cats? Does anyone know the behavior of why they do this shit? I've watched 17 fucking thousand seasons of this cat from hell show, and I still haven't gotten the answer why they do some of this shit. They like to watch their surroundings. If your cat is in the house, where is it going to be laying? More than likely, it's going to find a way to that window and, and watch outside. But that's the warmth, though, that they like. They like the warmth from the sun and the way the glass beats on their fur and shit. At least that's yeah. what I, I thought. They just like to be in warm areas, you know? That's why they'll hang out in windows. Like, we had a really nice window. The sun was beating right on that bitch, and they used to be in there all the time. They love it. Yeah, they love that window. Freaking cats. Cats in boxes and bags. I remember a cat, like, always getting into a damn grocery bag. Then it would get stuck around, and it would be running all over the house with a stupid freaking bag stuck on them. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You dumb ass. I don't hate them. They just do (laughs) weird stuff. They're they're very strange animals. They, They are. Like dogs, dogs just—you know what a dog's doing. You can almost read a dog's mind half the time. Yeah. They look at you, and you know exactly what they want. Cats—they look at you, and you're like, "Oh, he fucking hates me." Or, or like, you go to pet. Like I just fed you five minutes ago, and you were in my lap, all cuddled up, cute. And now I'm trying to pet you, and you're swatting and hissing at me. What the fuck happened between now and then? <laughs> what happened? You know, they're fucking—they're weird, man. They're just weird. I, I don't—I I, I don't trust a cat, and I have severe trust issues as it is. Everyone knows this. I can't trust a cat. That's why I don't. I, can't be around. Another thing I don't trust is anybody who says the word trans. So I don't believe that shit's real. Do you believe trans is real? Anything trans? I think it, I don't know, man. Well, back in the day when it was just like one, you know, now there's like a hundred, they're all over the place. No. Now, let me know if this topic is nitpicking or not. This isn't me nitpicking at all. This is just me reading a topic that even I'm on the fence. Like, maybe we're just taking this shit a little bit too far, okay? So parents are fuming after a trans-identifying boy wins a regional Irish dancing competition and is heading to the world championship. You did Irish dancing at one point. Didn't you say you did or you like it or something? The Irish jigs, the dance and stuff? I like to dance. I never did it. I did dance, but it wasn't Irish dancing. Would a boy have any more of an advantage over a girl doing this? No. So what the fuck are they fighting about? I guess we're going to find out here. Seriously, I mean, they should be more offended by the fact that their their parents are letting a 14-year-old decide what the hell gender they are. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just dancing. I, I don't know. So a teenage boy who identifies as transgender reportedly took first place this past weekend in the under-14 category at the 2023 Southern Region Irish Dancing Competition in Dallas, Texas, where I thought this shit didn't happen, ultimately displacing a girl for a spot in the Irish Dancing World Championships. As rules are changed to adhere to radical left-wing gender theory, biological male athletes who identify as female have been able to infiltrate girls' and women's spaces in sports. My daughter was in absolute tears when mother of a girl who competed against the male told Daily Signal reporter Mary Margaret Olohan. She was like, this is so unfair, and I totally agree. Oh my gosh, this is making me cry, another parent said. I never thought I was going to have to deal with this. My heart breaks for my daughter and the other girls that are having to deal with this. They just took it as unfair, another mother said. It's really hard to explain to them what's going on and why they have to accept it. That's what society's making us do to them. As a mom, I want to be an advocate for my daughter, but at the same time, I have to protect my family. 
According to the report, the trans-identifying dancer previously completed in boys dancing and placed 11th in the world in the uh, Comisium Laurenti Galatia World Championships in April. One of the most notable examples of males invading women's sports happened last year when trans-identifying swimmer Leah Thomas cleaned up at the NCAA Division I Women's Swimming Championships. And we all remember good old Bill Thomas, don't we? <sighs> yeah. So anyway, they're going more and more into that. But I, I just wanted to ask you this because I, I did remember you said something about the Irish dancing. And you said that no male would have an advantage. No, but you shouldn't be in there. You shouldn't be in there. You shouldn't, definitely, 100% not. I, I, I mean, agree with dancing, you. I don't think they really would have it. I mean... I mean, dancing is dancing. I don't... Like, maybe the limbs of a female would think a woman would have better advantage with dancing, right? <sighs> that's why men make shitty cheerleaders. I would think, and that's probably sexist to say, but, like, I, I don't freaking know. But, like, he still shouldn't be in that competition. I mean, like, what male could fucking outdance a female? I mean, seriously, like, like you had your outliers. Like, yeah, like, Michael Jackson was a good dancer, but, I mean, yeah. I, I would rather see Britney Spears back when she was a teenager. She was doing some fucking badass dances, I thought. Janet Jackson, she was a good dancer. But if he was placed in the 11th mm, with the boys and then first with the girls, like, that, maybe there is, and I just never realized it, but I, I wouldn't think so. I really wouldn't think so. I don't know. I always think, when I think of dancers, I think of women dancers, and that's not just because I'm a dude. I mean, I just I just don't think of male dancers being very good. I was, when, I, when I think of, like, males doing anything, like, some are that, good. like, like throwing the women. Some are really good. Like, Twitch was good. The, that again? was on Ellen that died recently. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, okay. like he was a good dancer. Him and his wife would be no. dancing all over the place. I bet his, but I bet his wife was better. And, like the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He, I still don't think he should be competing. I'm, saying, I'm not saying there's no men that are better. I mean, I think there's better yeah. men and women in everything. But yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I just, I just don't. No, I agree with you. They should have been in a competition, but I just I just don't see this one as being that blatant. I don't cheap. look at this as I look at like baseball or oh, basketball yeah. or anything like that. Like I I do put dance somewhere else, and I I don't I, I don't know. I've got another quick one for you. Now this wasn't a topic, but this was something that I saw here to kind of tie into this. Was I was watching a, a video? It was a, it was a YouTube video, and in a link there was a link to a Clarissa Shields Instagram page. So I clicked on the link to see this video that they were talking about in the article. And apparently it was her boxing in, in Russia. She was sparring with some boxer. And she's this boxer chick who's talking about, she, I could beat any man's ass. Any man, I can kick their ass. She's still a house. She was, she was calling out male boxers. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, all right, chill out. You, you beat up a bunch of soccer moms, and now you think you're the same thing will happen with Muhammad Ali's daughter. I thought you were undefeated against fucking girls that work, you know, a daytime job. You're not fighting against real people. She, she calls him boxing and Keith Thurman. I'm going to beat this guy's ass. A video came out of her sparring with some dude that she was talking shit to the whole time. The guy was just like, she, it's a woman. I'm just, I'm, I'm helping her out. Yeah. She was taking it a little bit too seriously and tried to hit the guy. So the guy's trainer was like, just give her a little something back. He was sitting there taking all these hits. All of a sudden, popped this caught her with one, one little weak left hook. She went fucking down, dude. Like fucking shaky legs down in her ass. And the guy, the guy just do a little hook because they're sparring, you know? Mm-hmm. The sparring is to help someone get better. You emulate someone else's style that the person's fighting up against so they can get used to that style and have a better chance of winning. He caught her with a good one. She went right the fuck down. Immediately, there's a video posted of her online saying, oh, well, I kicked this guy's fucking ass on Monday. And then, and, and then he came back and he took all the stuffing out of his gloves and then he kicked me. That just goes to show she's an elite level fighter fighting against some fucking random dude in a gym in Russia. Mm-hmm. 
the guy who's a journeyman fighter, barely anything. And she's supposed to be the top woman's fighter in the world. This guy just fucking just gives her one little love tap and she fucking knocked the fuck out. That just shows a disparity between men and women. I don't see it in, in the dancing thing, but I, I never dance because I'm a dude. So maybe I just don't <laughs> the fuck. That, that's why I asked you on this one. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it in dancing either. But he shouldn't be allowed to compete. I, I don't know. Well, I just Whatever. think if if the fucking sign on the door says women's championship, then I don't give a fuck how you identify. Yeah, you're, if you're, you're born not a woman, to be that, there. cut and dry. Yeah. Why does there have to be such a fucking discussion about this? I just, I just, it's so worthless. We're having conversations. This has been, how many years now has this been? The whole men and women, what's a man, what's a woman? Yeah. Why are we wasting breath on this shit? Seriously, why are we wasting breath? We got the fucking southern borders being overrun by fucking immigrants that are coming in here with drugs and killing people and women are getting raped and no one cares. We're t- what's a man, what's a woman? Like that, that is the fucking defining issue of our generation what is a man? We don't know what a man is. Yes, we fucking do. The defining moment of this generation is fighting over dumb shit that's fucking inconsequential to anything. It doesn't matter. It's already laid out for us perfectly since the beginning of fucking time. That's what defines this generation. Wasting time on dumb, unnecessary shit, which I will not be doing anymore right now. Let's get on to the next topic, shall we? <laughs> Did you see this one? What? Woman arrested for trying to burn down Martin Luther King Jr.'s home. I saw it this morning, but I didn't. I didn't actually read it. I saw the, the headline. What nationality is this person? Oh God! If if I told you someone tried to burn down Martin Luther King's house, what nationality do you think this person is? This is a trick question, right? <laughs> is it? I'm not giving you any tells. I'm looking you dead in the eyes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. White people suck. So white. White people. You racist. <laughs> Tourists stopped by a 26-year-old U.S. Navy veteran this week from burning down the birth home of civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr. All right, I'll give you a hint. Like, what's the purpose of that? Like, for what? What, what? what would that accomplish? Well, obviously, this white person named Lanisha Santrice Henderson. Well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lanisha Santrice Henderson was detained by the bystanders at the historic home on Auburn Avenue and taken into custody on Thursday night, according to the Atlanta, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Unlike many national monuments, there is no gate restricting access to the civil rights leader's birth home, which attracts more than 700,000 visitors from around the world annually. Damn. Yeah. A man who became suspicious of her asked her what she was doing after he saw her throw a liquid onto the front porch of the residence. You would think a home like that would be protected, kind of. Don't you think a historical home, like, you would think that there'd be... Well, it's his birth home. I mean, he was probably, I'm assuming he was living somewhere else, and maybe that home is protected. But what is it, for what purpose would this, like, I don't, whatever you're upset about, but what is this going to accomplish, you burning down a fucking house? Yeah, I don't, I'm just trying to think here, like, all right... I mean, obviously, he does not live in it. <laughs> like, former president's homes have been turned into museums. Right, right. You would think Martin Luther King would have qualified. Like, all right, well, you can go, yeah. to, we can go to the home he was born in, and that would be a protected place. It would have open and closed hours. You'd have security, maybe working. Especially I if you get 700,000 people to visit yeah, every single fucking I mean, year. I that's... see dollar signs, something that they'd want to protect. Yeah. Like, hey, this is a big tourist attraction. We want to make sure people like this don't fucking come by and try to burn this motherfucker down. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, you know, you, you want to protect it because it's a source of income for the community. It brings in, you know, people. Yeah, that's crazy. But once he smelled gasoline and realized what she was doing, he grabbed her car keys, which he left in the grass, 
to prevent her from leaving. The man then blocked her from getting back on the porch when she returned with a lighter. So she was determined. Damn. Even with the person trying to stop her, she's like, I'm finishing this job. Uh, Henderson then took off, and two off-duty police officers rushed to apprehend her until law enforcement arrived on the scene. The witness, damn, two off, what are the chances two off-duty officers happening to be there at this moment? So if the witnesses hadn't been here and interrupted what she was doing, it could have been a matter of seconds before the house was engulfed and finished. Henderson was charged with second-degree criminal attempt to commit arson and interference with government property. When they asked her where she was from, she gave an address in a different state. So uh, they, they don't think she's going to return for her court date. Some status let her go. Yeah. A Fulton County magistrate denied her bond due to an unstable place of residence and the nature of the alleged offense. So she gave a, a, a different address on a different state, so I find there's a likelihood she may not return to court. I'm extremely concerned about the randomness of the event. There does not seem to be any reason or tie to that particular location. This was according to Judge Holly Hughes. So, so maybe huh. they said since you gave a different address, you're going to stay. So maybe they kept her. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about this woman, Lanisha Chantrice Henderson? What reason would, would this woman have to try to burn down a store? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure it out. Like, it, like it makes mm-hmm. no sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Like, what the fuck do you have against the goddamn house? Mm-mm-mm. Dude, the, what is that going to change? No matter what the fuck you're pissed off at. It's I mean, stupid. you're not going to undo the shit that he did or things that he said. I just, I, I don't get it, man. I don't know. People, the people are nuts. Yeah, that's the understatement of the century right there. After stealing $800 worth of Barbie toys from a Buffalo area Walmart, a New York woman led police on a 100 uh, mile per hour chase, according to investigators. Cops say Imani Thompson, who's 26, swiped the Barbie haul Monday afternoon from a Walmart supercenter in Lockport. After walking out of the retailer, Thompson departed in a 2016 Ford Escape, according to the New York State Police. After officers spotted Thompson's car, they activated emergency lights and sought to have her pull over. Instead, Thompson continued to flee, hitting speeds in excess of 100 miles per hour. I would be terrified mm-hmm. if the car was going that quick. Um, citing public safety concerns, cops say they discontinued the chase, but located the Buffalo resident the following day and arrested her for larceny, fleeing an officer, and multiple traffic offenses. Thompson was issued an appearance ticket and is due in a Lockport court next month. It is unclear whether uh, the Barbie merchandise was recovered or whether she st- the stolen goods included a dream house or any products featuring Ken or Skipper. $800 worth of Barbie shit. Is that, is that a lot? I mean, Barbies aren't that expensive. Well, the house is. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Barbie house is like a hundred and something freaking dollars. I used to love when the kids were little because they were the easiest Christmases. You go to the Barbie aisle. And yeah, because it's not that expensive. The clothes aren't that expensive. Well, two for five bucks. I remember that. One year they were on clearance and it was like, oh, like let's get them all. We like kids, yeah. kids that collected the shit at one point. Yeah. So like, hey, the, hey, this one's got a pink top. This one has an orange top. They both look the same. Fuck it, get them both their own sale, and you have a Christmas tree full of Barbie. Yeah, shit. the only thing I could think of is she had to have stolen like for eight hundred dollars worth. It's got to be like the house, the fucking car, or one really old one. Like, yeah, I don't. That's because that's that's crazy. Well, don't forget wheelchair Barbie. They got fat obese Barbie now. They've got all sorts of ones, don't they? <laughs> fat obese Barbie. Who the now? fuck wants to play with fat Barbie? There was a fat Barbie in the yep. Barbie movie, right? Yep. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, who the, who the <laughs> fuck play with fat? What fucking Barbie is that? Maybe you need one for all the other Barbies to talk shit about. Oh, God. To or make like, fun of. Yeah, or you got Tina, the one Barbie that was like there for like one episode. 
they like made one doll for her. And he's like, oh, this is Tina's friend. <laughs> you, you can't hang out with Barbie, but you can hang out with Fat Barbie. Oh, God. This mentioned the mean girl shit that goes on with those fucking toys. That's so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fucked up. I don't know, man. Barbies are pretty cool, though, I guess, right? They helped a generation of girls grow up to become... Well, I played with them. Nothing. For fucking years. Yeah. When I was a kid. Barbie. What a fucking toy. All right. So I got another one here for you. Man who harassed his black neighbors and hurled racial slurs is getting eight years in prison. Yeah. In 2021, Edward Cagney Matthews verbally attacked a neighbor and posted a video challenge to come see me leading to hundreds gathering at his house demanding his arrest. A New Jersey man, of course, he stalked, harassed, and spewed racial slurs at his black neighbors as despite his tearful pleas for reduced time, received an eight-year prison sentence. So this guy made a video, come see me. He fucked around, and now he's in jail, and he found out. What is he doing? He's crying his little eyes out. And I guarantee I'm sure he's not saying all those uh, racial slurs. Oh, he can. He'll get shanked by the guy he's sharing a cell with. They're probably best friends. According to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Edward Cagney Matthews will serve at least four years behind bars before parole eligibility. On Friday, he apologized for his insensitive and disrespectful words. Don't they just learn a big vocabulary when they're in court, too? Yeah. They just learn a vocabulary. They start to dress nice. They might take a fucking shower. Don't you love it when these fucking idiots that come in? Where was this before you did the crime? Why does it take... You're being all polite right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Thank excuse you. Excuse me, Your Honor. It was, it was my... It was not my intention of my intellect. It's like, get the fuck out of here, you idiot. Where was this before when you were calling people these names and fucking robbing shit? Where, where was this person now? Yeah. Fuck that shit. And he, and he... Oh, well, you killed five people, but now you're wearing... But now you're holding a Bible in your hands in court. Let's let him go. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Jonathan Majors guy was carrying a Bible everywhere he went out of fucking nowhere. Oh, really? I don't know. All of a sudden, he's always carrying a fucking Bible with him. The guy's at the nightclub fucking waving his Bible around. Get the fuck out of here. They all fucking pull that shit, man. Oh, my God. Can you tell I'm in a fucking mood today? Can you fucking tell? Seriously, man. It must be Monday. He's back to work. Anyway, Matthew said his behavior hurt his family and led to his wife filing for divorce and selling their townhouse. He's lost all of his possessions. Oh, boo fucking who. During the two and a half years, he's already been in jail. So every saint has a past, and every sinner has a future, he told Superior Court Judge Gerard Breland. He read that in the book, the first one he's read in years, probably. Behind bars, he's become a different person. I want to commit to rebuild the community, he said. He pled guilty in October to four counts of bias intimidation and a drug charge as part of a deal with the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office. So he attacked somebody. Uh, They were all in their 60s and 70s, so he he attacked quite a few people. He called them monkeys and threw feces on their property. He then wrote threatening letters and emails and fired BB pellets at their cars. This guy was a menace. Yeah, yeah. A fucking absolute menace. Listen, I don't care how much you may hate somebody. Nobody deserves to be fucking attacked. No. Their personal space invaded. No, I don't care how much you fucking hate them. You damaging their property. No. Like, no one deserves that. Can't you hate someone without... You know what the best way to fucking hate somebody is? To just... You don't Ignore even them. exist in my fucking orbit. I don't want you... I hate you. Do you really hate them at that point? Mm-hmm. You're chasing them down with BB guns. You don't really hate them. Because if you hated someone, like, I hate everybody, so you know what I fucking do? I don't associate with a fucking soul. People in this house and my one BFF, that's all I fucking talk. I don't talk to anybody else because I fucking hate everybody else. Can you imagine me like, oh, I fucking hate the next door neighbor. Let me go shoot him with a BB gun. No, that's because that's inviting more fucking communication. And then it sends you to, no, 
you don't fucking hate these people. You, there, there, there's something annoying. Like, like, like you just want to harass them. There's attention just, or something. Attention. Yeah. You, know, you want attention from them. You want the reaction. Come on and hit me then. Why are you even standing in front of them doing this shit? Come see me at my house. Attention. They like the confrontation. Like, fuck fucking, that. I'm too old for that shit. You, this guy didn't get enough time. Yeah. No, like, no, sir, you're a fucking absolute menace. You're a waste of space and breath and skin. You're fucking jail permanently. And guess what wing you're going to be in? Guess who the fuck you're going to be locked up with? Seriously, the Shantavia bitch who tried to burn down Mark. Let's hey, let's get her uncle. <laughs> Go fucking put her, put her with him. So on, on July twenty or July twenty first, twenty twenty one, Matthews verbally attacked a resident and posted a video that went viral of him challenging neighbors to come see him and giving out his location. Oh my god! That led to hundreds of gathering, uh, hundreds of people gathering at his house, yelling his name and demanding his arrest. He told the Inquirer shortly after the incident that he was drunk and his actions were rooted in a long-running dispute involving the Homeowners Association. I don't know, man. He has 11 felony convictions since 1995. He can't even own weapons because of his drug conviction in 1995. He's a real winner. This guy's a fucking loser, man. I mean, everyone knows someone like him. Everyone's been around or seen people like to just... I don't know, like, maybe I don't hate people. Then maybe that's what you're supposed to do if you hate people is attack them. Or maybe I just channel my hate differently. I just, like, I hate you so much that you don't even exist. <laughs> no one else exists in this world. There's, like, four fucking one, two, four people exist to me in this world. That's it. That's it. I, I Seriously, I don't, I, I, can you explain that to me? How is that hatred? You, you, you continually harass, which means you're, you're involved there in your life. Yeah. Way more than someone who hates this group of people should have them in their life. Like, I don't associate with, with people I hate because I don't want them in my life. To me, that would be me involving people. If I was just a menace to people all day long, I'm interacting with people all day long. And you're just working yourself up. Seriously. Right? You're just getting more and more aggravated because yes. you're in the middle of a confrontation with this person because you don't like them. I don't care. If it. you ignore them, like you, you can you can be pissed off all you want to. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't escalate. Just, I don't know. Either he hates people or I don't. I I, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> or vice versa. I, I, I don't get it. All right. Well, I have one more. Go for it. A 70-year-old, 70-year-old woman in Uganda gave birth to twins after undergoing fertility treatment. I saw this. Becoming one of the world's oldest mothers. I saw this. 70 years old. hmm Fertility treatment. So a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was okay with a seventy-year-old woman getting well, knocked up. It, they say black don't crack, man. You know what? Maybe her insides still work. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, it just, I just, I, I, I don't it. understand because this, these, these twins aren't going to have freaking parents for long. Like it's just you're, you're seventy. It's not fair. Living in Uganda. Yeah. I don't know. It, in a village. There's something about it, man. I mean, yeah, like the fucking baby's gonna get a fucking crib made out of clay and mud. Oh my god! Like, I mean, you, you couldn't have done this 20 years ago, like in your 50s. At that point, is it more or less like, hey, I want to be a mother, or is it like, hey, I can do this at 70? Look at me. But I but I feel like that is like so fucking selfish. But people in Uganda don't have the same priorities as people here. She might just want the kids. She might just love kids. I mean, here in America, they want to do it. Oh, I'm 70 and I can do it. Oh, I want to be on the cover of a magazine. I want to get the news all over me. I want to get a like See, on like, social media. See, like, so many celebrities. Like, who, who's the guy that just had... Who the fuck was it? Robert De Niro? 
Who was it? Oh, Someone I Someone just became a dad. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Okay. But, like, I think his wife or girlfriend, whatever, is super young. So, mm-hmm. it, like, it, at least that baby's going to have the mom. That Unless, God have, forbid, something happened to her. Baby doesn't need either one. He's going to have Al Pacino's oh, of course. money. He's going to have money in the housekeeper. Fuck it, man. You can <laughs> make me a fucking seven-year-old with no parents in the house and $50 million in the bank. I'm good. Uh, so, Safina Namukwaya gave birth to a boy and girl on November 29th. Namikwaya delivered the babies by a cesarean section at the Women's Hospital International and Fertility Center in the capital city of Kapala. Uh, the hospital said it believes that she is Africa's oldest mother. She became pregnant through IVF treatment at the center because of her age, donor eggs, and her partner's sperm were used for the procedure, so they're not her eggs. She's just a vessel at that point. Yeah. It's a warm body. Okay. Her fertility specialist, Dr. Edward Tamali Sali, told Today.com the babies were born at 31 weeks and each weighed more than three pounds. The BBC, citing local interviews, reported that Nami Kwaya said her pregnancy was difficult because her partner abandoned her when he realized she was having twins. Yeah. This is what happens when you're fucking 70 and you're getting knocked up. Yeah. Like, you're lucky you didn't become a fucking Octomom. I just don't understand why people just don't listen to their bodies and why they try to do things the body shouldn't be capable of doing. They're trying to, like, outdo shit. And by a lot, I don't know how old this guy is, but biologically, these are his kids. He took the fuck off once he knew that there was two in there. He's yeah. like, fuck this. Hey, man. I don't have, I don't make enough for this. Well, I mean, <laughs> twins are very common when it comes to this kind of shit. When it's IVF, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're very common. Um, she said that... She wanted to have children because she had been mocked for being childless. See, she did it to prove a point. She yeah. didn't do it for the right reason. You stupid bitch, you did it because you could. And now you have it, and now you got to deal with it. The mother All told... Right, I was wrong. I, 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 th- <laughs> I thought she wanted a kid. The mother told Today.com that she has a strong support system in her village to help her take care of her kids. Two years ago, she had a daughter at 68 using IVF as well. So... She got pregnant in 68, uh, yeah. two years ago, had a baby, then decided to go again. <laughs> I just, at the age of 70, I just, I just, I feel like it's just so damn selfish. It's not really thought out. Like, you, you, when you explain the reasoning, now I'm like, all right. Because that like, sounds so like some American take care shit. Of these babies when you're gone? Like, what if you have, like, you're 70. What if you have a fucking stroke or something? The village is going to take care of these twins? It takes a village. Ugh. Takes a village to raise a child. I don't know. That's just people are people are fucking nuts. Oh man, I got some more venom to spit. I got one more story to go. Okay. And then we can get into our uh, finale here. But yeah, here's one for you, man. And and I guess my takes on today's episode may be a little bit different than what people would have thought, especially with that trans one. I, I just don't really. I mean, it's fucking dancing. Who gives a shit? It's yeah. fucking dancing. Like obviously you shouldn't be there because it says woman on the door. But yeah, I, I don't see that as opposed to sports. Yeah, I don't compare it to like real sports. The whole thing with a racist guy, like, it's okay to be racist. You can't change the way someone is. You, you can't. If someone's going to hate, they're going to fucking hate. But if you're going to hate, at least hate someone behind the privacy of your own fucking doors. And don't 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 cause them any trouble. They don't deserve it. Yeah. But they, they don't. Like, I, I know. Like, I could be a real motherfucker. If I was out there, I could curse everyone off. Like, what the fuck? Don't talk to me. But but why would I do that to someone else? I can hate them my own way without causing misery to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, why can't you just do that? Live and let live. That's the way it should be. And here's another one here. Ties right into that. And I think that should be the theme for the show. Live and let live. 
If you fucking hate somebody, you know what? That's fine. You can hate them. They can hate you right back. That's what America's all about. We can hate each other. But leave each other the fuck alone. Respect each other. You can hate someone and respect them, right? Here's a story about a man who's being charged in torturing and brutally murdering a gay man. Oh, God, man. A fourth man in Arizona has been arrested in connection with the brutal, premeditated torture, murder, and abuse of Bernardo Pantaleon. A fourth man. Yep, a gay man whose naked and mutilated body was found in a Phoenix park last month. So this poor guy was tortured by four men. Yep. That's terrible. For being gay. That's terrible. Just for being gay. Uh, Police say his killers were associated with a local Mexican street gang, shared messages saying gay men were not welcome on their gang's turf. Because obviously, you know, a bunch of people that are friends that happen to hang out on one street own that street, Mm -hmm. apparently, right? And taunted the grieving family by sending them pictures of of Pantaleon's horrifically mutilated body. Oh my God. I mean, the only reason why you would kill a random gay person is because you're hiding repressed feelings of homosexuality yourself. It's got to be, right? You see something in them that you hate so much that you must see it in yourself. It want to cause violence to them, you know? It's got to be. Yeah. Do they make you that fucking insecure that you have to go, with, oh my God, there's a fucking gay person. They're not just going to like fucking like touch you on the shoulder and then you're going to catch it. But then you send pictures to the family? Like, they don't what need is to wrong see that with shit. that? Like, I don't wonder, like, what's wrong with these people? You can't catch gay. I don't give a shit how handsome or sexy the gay person is. They're not going to just turn you. Mm. You know what I mean? I made it through 15 fucking seasons of Supernatural. I'm still straight. What the fuck? That was for my BFF. That was a joke. Probably like that one. Probably like that one. (laughs) Authorities on Monday said Christopher Abara, 21, charged him with first degree murder of this fucking charge, man. Two others, Leonardo Santiago and Manuel Castro Calderon, were also arrested on charges of first degree murder, aiding a street gang, and conspiring to commit crimes against a dead person. Police also arrested Jose Rodriguez on Saturday, 20 years old. These are all early 20s. All kids, yep. And charged him with first degree murder and aiding a street gang. Police allege the men are associated with the Northside 15th Avenue gang. So Pantaleon was found dead at Mountain View Park in northeastern Phoenix by a passerby on November 26th. His naked body contained multiple gunshot wounds and was badly mutilated, showing signs of horrific torture before his death. Family members were not recommended recommended to view the body, but they were sent the fucking pictures anyway. So the police said, you guys shouldn't see the body, but these gangsters already took care of that for them and showed them. So on November 30th, family members received multiple messages on Instagram showing pictures of Pantaleon's mutilated body. On Instagram? One of the pictures showed the middle finger of a person with Pantaleon's body in the background. The move backfired, though, was with the help of family members. Another picture with the profile of one of the suspects led investigators to Santiago and his alleged group of murderous conspirators. They plotted the murder in a group chat, making derogatory comments about his flamboyance and identity, and later celebrated his murder. They also allegedly made comments that gay people should not be allowed in the north side. Police say uh, Barr confessed to the police following his arrest, admitting he saw pictures of the body, but denied sending the family members. I mean, who cares? You're going to prison. Yeah. You <clears throat> killed the motherfucker. Oh, you know, I killed him, but I didn't send pictures of the family. I draw the line there, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man, this is fucked up. So people that knew Pantaleon described him as not just full of love, but full of shit. The funniest, caring, loving person he will come across. And also the rock for his sibling after the loss of their parents. $6,600 uh, towards the goal of 10000 
on his GoFundMe page to pay for this man's funeral and to put his body back together. While Arizona's hate crimes law does not cover crimes motivated by a victim's sexual or gender identity, such determinations are made by a judge or jury at trial with enhanced penalties, but not filed as a separate hate crime charge. So this is a crime in Arizona punishable by life in prison or death. These guys need to be killed. Yeah, they do. Yep. <clears throat> you can never rehab a person who celebrates another person's death after they've killed them. And they're posting about it, and like they're proud of it. Like, no. You're proud of it. You, you no, wanted other disgusting. people to share in the misery. You wanted them to mm. see what you did because you were obviously proud of it. You don't just become unproud of it because you got caught and you're in a courtroom. It's just, it's, it's it's who you are. You're, you're never complete escaping. waste of space. You're not escaping that shit. That's awful. They were describing his flamboyance, which yeah. means this person was continually around them. Yeah. Which leads me to one of two observations here. He's either someone that they know in the community and have hung out with before, or maybe someone was fucking around with him and didn't want that to get caught out. So they killed him. Yeah, that's true. Guaranteed. It's one of those two things. It's, it's either he was a part of the group, yeah. or someone was fooling around with him and wanted, didn't want that secret getting out. Yeah. Something has something's going on there because there's no reason why would you just hey look there's a random fucking gay we don't want gay people in our streets why can't you just be like oh look there's a fucking you know this, you could even call him the f word call, hey look at that fucking guy over there that British word for cigarette slang word look at that motherfucker and then just go back to doing your gang stuff why can't you just let people be yeah. you don't own that street and you know it's gonna lead you right where the fuck you are a life in prison punishable possibly by death. I just don't... No one understands repercussions. That word means nothing anymore. It's just a fucking word that starts in R and ends in S. Repercussions. No one fucking knows what they are anymore. You, no one thinks. They just do. Nobody wants to be a fucking <clears throat> hero. No one wants to be a nice guy. They all choose to be fucking assholes. Good job. I don't get it. <laughs> live and let live, man. I don't... I, I don't get it. I just... I don't. Why can't you just leave people... If, why do you have to let someone know you hate them? I hate that guy so much, I'm going to talk to him and let him know I hate him. Yeah, I don't know. Let me open up that dialogue and just fucking waste moments of my life talking to this guy about how much I hate him. It's such a waste of energy, hating on people. Like, like, seriously, it's just such a waste of energy. It is. Like, just just cut them out of your just life. Just cut You're, them out. You'll be happier for it. You are so fucking correct, because you are happier. Every time you cut a little slice of people out of your life, it's I like know. your life... It's, it's like, like, oh, a few I haven't years. had drama in 10 years? Oh, dude, <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> for the longest stretch, from the age of like 23 to 40, I didn't have a, well, no, like 38. So for like 15 years, I didn't have a, 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 a anybody, a friend or anything in my life. And But you know what? Those years, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I remember what life was like before, going to high school and middle school and after school, you got your friends, you're calling them. If you weren't texting back then, there was no phones. But like you're talking to your friends, you go to school the next day, and you're, everyone's drama's there. And I realized after school, it's like you cut that out of your life, and there's no drama. So it's like, wait. I can... Then you go to work, and there's drama there. Yeah. So Fuck that. So I stopped making friends after high school. And then you yeah. go to work, and you, you're making friends at work. Oh, this is cool. It's just like school, but I mean, I'm getting paid. And then you're in their drama. You're like, wait a second. This sucks, too. You leave that job. You go to another job. You might make less friends. And then you go to another job and you're like, yeah, fuck this shit. I just want to be left the fuck alone. They become an old bitter motherfucker like me. And that's my origin story. <laughs> so the whole time I was talking about that, I couldn't realize or understand or make sense. So why the hell you love this segment so this much? This last one. I'm not even going to argue with you anymore. I'm just going to fucking say it. It's yeah. the last one. You've, you've been doing that. I know. <laughs> so this is the one left over from Friday's show. Am I the asshole for not wanting to take care of my sister's kids if something happens to her? 
Mm. Well, depends. Depends on how many. Depends how she raised them. Mm-hmm. Depends if you talk to her. <laughs> There's, it depends on a lot. You nailed it. Yeah. Because I was going to say for me, I wouldn't. I'm thinking about my like my family. I would take care of all my nieces and nephews. I would take care of one. Yeah, and I, and, 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 I, and I would punch you if you said no to that one. Because I, I want that one here. It's a cute pie. All the others? No, thank you. Yeah. The way they were raised? Mm-mm. It's just no. Can you imagine some little blue-haired leftist getting dropped off here one day? Hey, your sister's dead. Here's their kid. And they've got no. like Antifa tattoos and shit. Mm-mm. No. You're like, oh, hey, how you doing, son? No, it's not my right pronoun, dude. Dude, I'm a girl, man. She, them, they, all right? Strike one. <laughs> Hope you guys got some vegan tacos for dinner. <laughs> my mom died in a car crash about five months ago. When the inheritance was settled, I got what was in her bank account, plus $250. It's random. Damn. Wow, that sucks. Can you imagine that? You're like, oh, because you know the first thing people do when someone dies. You're like, boy, oh boy, yeah. what's for me? And what am like, I getting? Here you go. Here's your bank. Oh, I got, I got her bank account? You're like, oh, here we go. And you're like, here's your deposit slip, 250 bucks. Oh, we don't, she didn't say how much was in the bank account, so maybe there was something in there. So she got $250. That's it. So we are setting the stage here for a very bitter person. My sister and her four kids got my mom's house and everything in it. Her remaining 401k also went to her. Dang. Dang, man. My sister lived with my mom. She doesn't speak to the three different men who fathered her children. So the mom's probably like, oh, you're a loser, bitch. She makes bad choices. I didn't raise you right, so here's more for you. Yeah. So anyway, since this happened, I cut off my sister, who I always had a rocky relationship with, since she always used her kids to manipulate my mother. It worked. Maybe you should have done it, bitch. My sister called me and wanted my information, like my social security number, so she can put me down as the beneficiary in her will and for me if something happens to her. I said, no, I enjoyed my child-free life and I do not want her kids if something happens to her. She said I was the only family she had left. I told her, I do not care. You're not using your children to manipulate me like you did to our mom. My sister yelled at me saying, what would happen to me if my kids, or what happened to me if my kids if I die? So that, that sounds written weird. What happened to my kids if I die is what she should have said. Go to, they would go to their father's. They can find them. This sounds like every single one of my sisters. By I'm the like, way, well, how do you have so many baby daddies? Yeah, if something happens to you. They're all gonna be separated now. But he loves me. Keep your fucking legs closed. Well, this one loves me. That one loves me too. Jesus. And then this one loves me. <laughs> That's the way they oh, are, my man. My God. Ugh. I'm already inclined to say something different about this topic here, but this one's almost over. This is a very short one. I wanted to save it for you here because I know you're ready to get back into your exciting life. Yeah. After this it's one. It's thrilling. I told her I guess they can live with their fathers or go into foster care. Either way, it's not my problem. I've already put distance between my sisters and her kids. I'm not planning to stay in contact with her at all, and that was the first time we spoke since the will. Am I an asshole? No. I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Some people just don't want kids. Or there was, She's got four kids, man, mm-hmm. from all these different men. I wouldn't want that shit either. Yeah. And I'm sure she's pissed off that the sister got the fucking house and all this and that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't... Yeah, no. I think she's an asshole. But it's not her... How is it her responsibility? No, because then she's going to have to deal with the drama of the fucking dads. So that's not her problem. I think she's an asshole only because... Of, and, and I said I wouldn't have done it, but my situation is different from hers. 
I haven't had any contact with people in years, and the only time they contact me is to make me feel guilty about shit. Yeah. yeah I would have to say, <laughs> no, it's never, it's never anything good. Like, hey, how you doing? It's, oh, this person died. Guess who moved to Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Fucking shit like that. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think she's an asshole only because it, this is coming from a place of jealousy. It's not coming from a, like, reason. It's, she just sounds bitter and jealous. She's coming off bitter and jealous. Like, oh, well, my mom gave her everything, so fuck her kid. You're taking out on the children what happened between you and her, and nothing happened between you. You're just jealous. You're just jealous. Your sister's a whore, and she made terrible life decisions, but she was with your mom. Where were you at all this time? Where were you when your sister was out? You don't know what's been going on. Like, your mom was in that house with her for all these years with the kids. I know, but I wouldn't, you know? I wouldn't take my sister's kids. Yeah, but the mom was probably happy. Like, oh, you know, my daughter's in the house with me. All these, my grandkids are in the house. She probably loved it. That's why she left more to that one. This person yeah. sounds bitter like she's just a bitter bitch. And fuck you and your kids. The kids did nothing to her. Yeah. And they have a relationship where she can actually, like, the sister can pick up the phone and call her. That's not something I have with my family. I'm, I'm never going to call these people. They're never going to call me unless it's something bad, like we said. Same thing with you. Your sister's not going to reach out to you anytime soon. Just You just have the one family member. The rest aren't going to come out and reach out to you. Thank God. But they have that relationship, yeah. which means like the kids know her as aunt so-and-so that mom has a re weird relationship with. To me, that should be enough for her to be like, all right, listen, I, I'll, I'll, I'll help you with the kids if something happens to you. I don't know. It just it just doesn't sound like it's coming from the right place. There's no rational reason for her to just be this much. I of guess a she could just she could just say she could just agree with it because what are the chances of something happening to your fucking sister anyways when the kids are young? Yeah, I don't think she's an asshole for saying no. It's the way she did it and where it's coming yeah. from for me that makes her an asshole. I guess so. I just know that I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it either. If she was like, you know what? I, I I'm just not mom material. I I didn't have kids for a reason because I don't want them. I I can't take care of. Them. I'm sorry. If she was like that and said, it's like, no, you and mom, it's like she brought back all these old emotions, so you know where it came from. I, yeah. For me, she's an asshole, but obviously you said no, so you are correct. Uh, and I'm not doing I, it just I to could, be I against could, you. I can say she is, like, I, could, I, I mean, there's reasons for both sides. There are reasons. If she would have been nicer about it, be like, no, nah, just, I, I just don't want to take care of your kids. I just wouldn't want to take care of them either. I like it just yeah. like that's four fucking kids, man. I chose not to have kids. I don't want kids. I like my childless life. Well, what would you say? I like being able to sleep in. I, I, I no. I, what I would your verbiage be if the sister you hate the most was like, "Hey, listen"? I just feel like I don't think that's a good idea. You, you would just, you would just say, "I don't think it's good." You wouldn't be like, like let loose no, ten I plus years of hatred on her. No, I wouldn't do that. See me, I wouldn't even answer the phone. But if I, if they happen to catch me on the day I'm that not, I answer the phone, see, I'm not, I'm not like that. Yeah. See, I, I would just I, look I at the text and just, ignore like, it. It takes a lot, like, like I don't know. It takes a lot for me to snap. Yeah. And if my sister, like, literally called me and I didn't recognize the number, and I, for some reason I answered the phone and it was her, I'd be like, yeah, no. That's that's okay. I'll take a pass on that. Go no, to the next sister because <laughs> this yeah. one's not doing it. But I would never be like, well, you fucking bitch, you went and did this, 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 and that. Yeah, no. I couldn't do it. Like, no, listen, I got my own family. Yeah, like I just. Uh, got my own family. I haven't talked to you in years. I haven't seen that kid since they were a baby. There's there's yeah. no connection there. It'd be two strangers living together. Do you really want that? I think you could be better off somewhere else. Plus, they're all adults now, so who gives a fuck? This never happened to me. Mm -hmm. But if it did, that would be my response. Not whatever this bitch did. Who is the asshole, in my opinion? But yeah, I'm gonna say no. 
She's not the asshole. So there you go. What are you be doing for the next couple of days? I don't know. I really do, I like. I don't even know how to answer that. I am not into any shows, so I'm probably nothing. Maybe maybe start rapping. We did get um, some of the kids' Christmas stuff, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe I'll start rapping this week. We'll we'll see. Like I, I'll find something to do. Stare at the wall. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I really. I honestly. I have no fucking idea. Oh man. The kid. Uh, Jenna's testing this week, so it's going to be a lot of mm-hmm. doing that. And this is the last full week of school before they're out on vacation. That's something, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Like I feel like it's just like man. I looked at the calendar. And I'm like, oh my god, they're on Christmas break yeah. next week. Holy fuck. What a fucking thing. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, Christmas is coming. 2024 is going to be here, and it's going to be... If you thought content was abundant this year with all the crazy shit going on in the news and the world... What was the name of that fucking car dealership that we got our first car from? Facillos. Because when you said it's going to be, all I heard in my head was huge. All the Schenectady people up there (laughs) were like, oh my God, I hate that guy. I think he died. Did he, he, he yeah, died, he died yeah. after we moved down here. But the oh car guy, he, he was like, this guy will never buy a car again. But every birthday, he was gonna, he's going to get something from me, even after my death. So there you go. Uh, me, I'm going to be finishing up Superman and Lois. Hopefully, I'm going to be watching a couple movies. And uh, hopefully, I can get done with Shit's Creek. Because that show is pretty funny. I'm going to give it to them. Mm-hmm. They're pretty funny. So hopefully, it doesn't get less funny. And I'm going to go ahead and reorganize my nets and <laughs> do whatever the hell i got to do. Tell them where they can find us. Find us at Voice Misery on all platforms at Voice Misery Podcast at 